0: Welcome to this episode of CDM Media Executive Insights. I'm your host, JD Miller. I'm excited for today's session. We're joined by Dirk Ramhorst, CIO and Chief Digital Officer at Wacker Chemie. Wacker is a leading player in one of the world's most research-intensive chemical companies. Dirk has been with Wacker for going on five years before that served as the Chief Digital Officer at BASF. Dirk's gonna be joining us at our Deutschland CIO CISO Summit in May. He's joining us today as we dive in to the Changing Face of IT Transformation. Dirk, thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks for inviting
0: me. So I want to start off by diving in. And what do you think is the most positive impact organizations have seen or expect to see from digital transformation today? I mean, there are two
1: phases. Uh, Let's say the pre-COVID phase and, uh, of course, the COVID phase. Um, Because, um, um, simply to say, with COVID, a lot of things that uh, seems impossible are possible somehow. And I'm not saying that home office and working remotely is digital transformation. But it's a major building block in, um, for example, our roadmap uh, along the so-called backyard digital program. Nevertheless, um, it's much more Um, and uh, digital transformation, for example, in the COVID phase, led us to um, a remote um, go live of a new plant um, with using the digital twin, which was based in Germany. Uh, The production plant was in Korea and and there was no commute possible of engineers to go to the construction site in Korea. So uh, with video conferencing on the one hand side and the digital twin on the other side, we really went live with a new plant, and and this was an outstanding milestone of something that was believed impossible before. Nevertheless, um, for us as part of uh, the digital story, it's very important to bring value to each and everybody, independently from role, from education, from uh, organization belonging, and make sure that uh, everybody understands what's in for him or her. Uh, regarding digital transformation and here we have really achieved a
0: lot talk to me a little bit about the top drivers and concerns for digital transformation you know, are, are the drivers is it compliance is it security is it data i know it's a combination of of all of them but what, what do you feel are the top drivers um, what is the top driver in our context is the understanding of data um,
1: so the process industry that i represent being part of a chemical company is very data rich. So we produce already out of our, um, our automation technology we produce millions of data sets a second. Um, but most of the data are not looked into the future perspective. They only look back what was uh, uh, done with the uh, kind of historian data. Um, nevertheless, the understanding of the value of the data we have on hand, the understanding of the data that potentially we need on top is something that lights us very much into the future.
0: Tell me, we accelerated digital transformation. A lot of organizations did in 2020. Do you feel that created any gaps for organizations?
1: Not really. I think here, uh, we see a lot of movement in the right direction, uh, and it was more the gap, maybe a gap of uh, fulfilling demand of users, uh, for example, um, being working from remote. On the other side, the challenge of um, being remote is that in a production unit like Wacker, uh, it's very difficult not to, to split the organization. For those that can, for example, participate from working from home, and those that still have to go into the shift in order to really pro- or produce a physical or chemical product. In our case,
0: when you're looking at transformation, how do you determine the technology you'll use to help you survive, not just thr- you know, not just survive, but thrive? I guess is how they say it. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Technology is important, but the digital transformation is something that goes very much into the values of each and everybody. Um, so therefore, uh, it's driven by technology, but it's not led by technology. And uh, so uh, I'll give you an example. Um, if you look into um, groundbreaking technologies like artificial intelligence, I mean, they're not really new, but they're, they're out there for a while, but they're not have been affordable for many companies uh, for quite a while. I mean, not talking about defense or other uh, industries. So therefore, um, the one of the questions uh, when you come up with a new technology like um, artificial intelligence is what does it mean really for me, is it something that cop- cut my job, is something that will kill me, is it something that take over? And um, so here it's um, a lot about uh, demystifying um, those technologies in order to showcase the value. Um, what does it really mean, what does it really bring to the table and, uh, for example, especially in the area of security. Uh, And then here I talk about uh, better safety. This is really something that you can embrace um, the value a lot and and showcase the value of what you do rather than the the conflict that you produce.
0: So when we're looking at technologies going forward, you know, AI, machine learning, quantum, um, are are they fully to a point that hey, we we, we can utilize these to its fullest potential, or are we still a little bit away from that? Um, I would say so
1: in the area of quantum, I think here we are still in the the early phase really to understand what is the potential, but the other topics we have mentioned like artificial intelligence or high performance computing, these are really technologies we have put in place uh, those things we are really using, um, which is correlated to the n- huge number of data that we have already, where those are those that we can, um, in addition, produce. And uh, while, for example, R&D in our industry means a lot of sequential experiments um, here, high performance computing and simulations above high uh, performance computing can help a lot in order to shorten time to market. And the, the fact that we, a year after the start of COVID, we have a vaccine available is result as an example of those improved processes in time to market because you're not doing all the chemical and physical experiments anymore. You, you build up um, a simulation based on the data you have from ex, um, past experiments. And then you only prove your result out of the physical simulation uh,
0: in, a, in a real experiment. I wanna talk about legacy systems. Now, they may have fueled growth in the past and they've reached maturity point as the digital landscape around us accelerates. Do you feel legacy systems are holding people back still?
1: I would call them the the kind of um, backbone um, of the the nervous system of, of an entity, an organization or a kind of organization body. So you need them. So even if you have a lot of dynamic and innovation in the surrounding, you need this backbone in order, for example, to deal with uh, an adequate data supply and, and things like this, which really makes uh, logistic uh, production uh, and things um, very reliable and, uh, of course, also mature.
0: When, when we talk digital transformation too, and IT transformation, you know, when we're thinking productivity, quality, cost reduction, mm-hmm. and giving the current working practices, how are teams? able to maintain and improve productivity today? Because it's a unique working environment.
1: You're right, absolutely right. I think I would like to start uh, one step um, earlier. Um, because as part of the IT transformation, uh, driving a digital transformation, is that you create a different mindset in IT. Um, I mean, uh, what when I take over my group about five years ago, it was purely seen as a cost factor. Um, We transformed the IT into a business enabling function, and not only by definition, but also by perception. So the businesses around us, our real entrepreneurs that run the business, are now seeing IT in a different role. And of course, a major driver is the digital transformation, because uh, I know colleagues in my CIO role, that drive IT without digital, but there's hardly any digital without IT. So therefore, it's very important that people perceive IT in a different role. And therefore, of course, cost is important, but cost in ratio to what you want to achieve. Um, and I give you one example, which is, or which has become a key performance indicator for defining success in my group. It's the, um, the usability um, and the usage of something we went live with. So it's no longer in time and budget. It's about the usage of what we have deployed. And uh, it's like you have a book on the bookshelf which you don't read, which is creating no value, uh, versus a book that you have kind of manual-wise in front of you and really changing the day of uh, day-to-day operation.
0: I know we're going to talk about this at the summit in May, but what's next? What's next? For IT executives, is there pushing transformation for their organization?
1: Um, I mean, in, in many cases, um, IT digital transformation but also IT transformation in, in the inner sense is just in, in its first steps. So it's really about uh, bringing more maturity and and more um, focus on the customer, which is the internal customer but also the, the end customer into the game. And uh, this really becomes a differentiating factor. So it's, it's very important, for, for example, as part of our strategy to focus on those topics, I can help to differentiate the business that I'm supporting. So to make um, baka more successful, and of course baka's customers more successful, rather than focusing IT on those topics, I cannot differentiate, which in other words, I can call a commodity. And here, you're absolutely right in the terms of uh, this has to be purchased as um, reliable, but also cost effectively uh, as possible. Uh, while those other topics, those differentiating topics really are those areas we want to invest in. And uh, one very important topic also as a learning of uh, the last 12 months is to build up a certain resilience. And what I mean is, is not to upgrade as part of the transformation, an organization from version A to version B, and in terms of B is a new IT, it's about building up the uh, resilience in the group B, which is uh, being able to adapt further to changes that might come faster um, um, compared to changes that had come um, in the past.
0: Fantastic. And last question for you IT has gone into the forefront of many, many organizations. IT really touches all departments: marketing, sales, operations. It really has has a, a hand everywhere, but IT has a seat at the table for a lot of organizations now as the leader. How do you keep that seat and be that influencer within a corporation?
1: I think, um, as I mentioned earlier, this is really something we have achieved in the, in the course of Bucker in the last five years. So, not being uh, recognized as a business enabler um, and now being at the table in all the discussion. And the challenge is to really stay omnipresent uh, and really be uh, somebody in my role as a CEO, but also with my leadership team that brings in all the discussions of value to the table. Um, And value in this case means a measurable result uh, in terms of uh, the requesting business units or central units in our case. So this is is where we have to maintain um, the sit at the table, let's say this way. Um, and this is where we have to manage also expectation because now the expectation is high. And of course, topics like cybersecurity, data privacy, and, and those things still play important role that might limit the rule to sit at the table because in some cases we, are, we simply have to say no, it's, it will not work because it violates security, safety or data privacy and to balance what is possible to start discussion, what we need
0: to do in order to make it happen
1: versus why it's not working. This is very important. Absolutely.
0: Thank you so much, Dirk. Looking forward to the summit coming up in May and uh, to pick your brain a little bit more there. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. And
0: uh, looking forward for well. you can hear Dirk speak at our CIO CISO Deutschland Summit in May. Thank you for listening to CDM Media's Executive Insights. Until next time, keep connecting.